Hello, word nerds. Welcome to the dictionary. There's another episode of this show. Uh, my name is Spencer, and I am the one reading the dictionary, and uh, you are the one listening to me read the dictionary. Okay, so the first word in this episode is the second form of corner, C-O-N, no, that's not how you spell it, C-O-R-N-E-R, adjective from the 13th century, one situated at a corner, as in the corner drugstore. Two, used or fitted for use in or on a corner, as in a corner table. It's the table. It's only allowed to be in the corner. It can't go anywhere else. I had a, once I had a couch, uh, it was an L-shaped couch and the, the middle section where the, the, you know, where the two sides meet, it was curved and there was a, a corner table that came with the couch. It was a tall, the couch was kind of tall so that the table was tall and it was curved. It fit the corner of the couch, the curved corner. And so that was very, very specific corner table. Oh, I have to do a sound effect. I'm just going to do a little dog bark. Bark, bark. We'll see if I change it. Third form of corner. This is a verb from 1824, starting with transitive. 1A, to drive into a corner, as in the animal is dangerous when cornered. It does not want to be in the corner, and so it only has one place to go, and that's towards you. So be careful. Try not to corner an animal, especially one with sharp things on it. Um, 1B, to catch and hold the attention of, especially to force an interview. Mm, like if uh, somebody gets cornered in an elevator to do a, have a meeting, talk about something. 2. To get a corner on, as in, corner the market. Now we have intransitive, 1. To meet or converge at a corner or angle. 2. To turn a corner, as in, the car corners well. It's got a very, maybe it's got a very tight turn radius. All right, next word, bark, 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 bark. Uh, it is cornerback, one word, noun from 1955, a defensive halfback in football who defends the flank. And uh, didn't we have another football-related words? I don't even remember where it was. It was something, something, and I remember talking about it, and now I can't remember where it was. That's okay. Uh, but what is a halfback? A defensive halfback, maybe it's where they're positioned, uh, they defend the flank. You, you have to defend that flank. Bark, bark, bark. That's, I don't know what that was. Next word, corner kick. Two words, noun from 1882. A free kick from a corner of a soccer field awarded to an attacker when a defender plays the ball out of bounds over the end line. Uh, I don't follow soccer, so I don't know the details of why this happens other than what I just read, which I don't remember. Uh, but yes, I do know. It's you, you get to try and kick it from the corner and see if you or one of your players can get it in the goal. Goal! Bark, bark, bark! Next word is cornerman or cornerman. One word, noun from 1957, one one who plays in 
or near the corner. But what corner? Where? Where's the corner? We have 1A. The synonym is cornerback. And 1B, a basketball forward. 2, a boxer's second. Second what? Oh, the person who's with them. They're their corner man. In the corner, they're the person who's helping them out, talking them through the stuff, maybe fixing their medical problems. They're their corner man. In the corner, usually it's a man. Cornerback, that word in football, it's way too similar to quarterback. They sound very, very similar. So you have to really uh, emphasize what you're trying to say or... uh, Ask questions. Which back are you talking about? Cornerback or quarterback? They're very similar. Okay, next word. Mark, mark. Cornerstone. Noun from the 13th century. One, a stone forming a part of a corner or angle in a wall. Specifically, such a stone laid at a formal formal ceremony. Formal. That though words like that are so hard for my mouth. I don't know why. Two, a basic element, and the synonym is foundation, as in a cornerstone of foreign policy. You have to put the cornerstone so you know where the rest of the building is going to go. Is that how it works? Next word. Burk, burk. Cornerways. Corner, W-A-Y-S. This is all one word. Adverb from 1845. And the synonym is diagonally. And uh, just because we have another similar word, bark, bark. It's the word cornerwise. One word adverb from the 15th century. And this also, the synonym is diagonally. So cornerwise was the first one. And then, uh, well, so that makes sense. You know, you're going to go, you got to go from corner to corner. That's a diagonal uh, and then it became corner ways. For some reason, they changed ways to ways. Uh, and then somehow it went to diagonally. I can't wait until we get to the D's so we can learn about why that word is. Who made up diagonal? Okay, next word. It is cornet. C-O-R-N-E-T. First form. Cornet. The British usually will say cornet, emphasizing the first syllable. You know, they might be right, they might be wrong, we'll never know. This is a noun from the 14th century. One, a valved brass instrument resembling a trumpet in design and range, but having a shorter, partly conical tube and less brilliant tone. The cornet is not quite as brilliant as the trumpet. Uh, We will post a picture of a cornet. And did this one, um, it it is valved. Um, hmm. There's something something different about it. It's similar, but maybe we should do a a comparison between a cornet and a trumpet. What is the difference? Two, something shaped like a cone as 2A, a piece of paper twisted for use as a container. To be a cone-shaped pastry shell that is often filled with whipped cream. Oh, yeah, a cornet. And uh, to see, this is British. It is an ice cream cone. 
Um, oh, and then, uh, so there's that, I think the brand is Cornetto, and then those amazing British filmmakers made the Cornetto trilogy of uh, Shaun of the Dead and The World's End? I always mix that up with the other one that came out around the same time and had a similar title, um, and then Hot Fuzz, of course. Uh, so it, yeah, it's ice cream. And the, you, 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 if you want to know why they're, that's the Cornetto trilogy, you, you can go look that up. Cornetist, spelled with one T or two T's in the middle, is a noun. The one who plays the cornet, maybe one who makes the pastries or the ice creams. Uh, this is uh, from Middle French, diminutive of corn, which means horn. And that's that's all the information for that one. Next word. It is cornet, the second form, noun from 1579. One, the standard of a cavalry troop. The standard of a cavalry troop. 2A, the one-time fifth grade of commissioned officer in a British cavalry troop who carried the standard. And I have no idea what any of this means. What is the standard? What is the one-time fifth grade of commission? I don't understand this. To be the one-time lowest commissioned rank in the U.S. cavalry. Uh, this is from the Middle French cornet with an E-T-T-E, and this is a woman's headdress with a lappet, pennon, standard. A standard is a thing. Um, and that is from the diminutive. Uh, it is the diminutive of the word corn. So, what? Uh, we were not going to see cornet, that word, here because it would be next. Um, but uh, interesting. I don't know what a lappet is. I don't know what a pennon is or a standard. So much to learn. So little time. Let's move on to bark, bark. corn fed. Two words with a hyphen. You're feeding something with the corn. Adjective from the 14th century. One, fed or fattened on grain as corn. Corn is one of those examples. As in corn fed hogs. Two, I feel like I am a corn fed hog. I've been seeing a few movies in the theater safely and eating the popcorn, so I'm corn-fed. Two, looking well-fed, and the synonym is plump. Three, rustically wholesome or corny, as in corn-fed humor. I have never heard humor described as corn-fed, but uh, I guess it makes sense when you put it in those terms. Rustically wholesome. Feel like it's very down home. Feel like it's rural. Maybe on a a farm. Are these corn fed humor? Are those jokes that are told on a farm? And they're very corny. Oh, there's a pun in there. Okay, next word. Rough, rough. Cornfield. One word. Noun from the 14th century. A field in which corn is grown. That's where they grow the corn in the cornfield. I heard that the uh, the leaves of corn are very sharp, actually. Uh, so somebody I know, uh, Sam, he uh, he had some family who lived on a farm, 
and uh, they, they said that the leaves are very sharp. And so in movies, you see people running through the cornfields, and if you did that, I think you would get, it sounds like there was a good chance you would get cut up. I don't know. I've never run through a cornfield. I have no experience, so maybe he's right and maybe he's wrong. Okay, next word. Bark, bark, bark. Cornflakes. Noun from 1907. Toasted flakes made from the coarse meal of hulled corn for use as a breakfast cereal. Uh, hulled, so it's the corn, the corn, the coarse meal. Uh, I'm trying to think. So they, they just mash it up. And then they dry it out. They probably bake it. They, yes, toasted. It's toasted. I don't know why. Just eat some corn. That's basically what they're trying to get you to do. Just flakes of corn. It's a very odd thing when you think about it. Next word, barky bark. Corn flour, two words, and flour is spelled F-L-O-U-R. This is a noun from 1791. It is British. And the synonym is cornstarch, which, uh, when are we going to see that? Uh, two, two episodes from now for cornstarch. Corn flour, cornstarch. Now we have bark, 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 bark. Corn flour, again, this is one word, and flour is F-L-O-W-E-R, noun from 1841. Number one, the synonym is Corn cockle. And did we have that? Was that a thing that we read before? Yes, corn cockle right over here. An annual hairy weed of the pink family with purplish red flowers that is found in grain fields. It's the flower amongst the corn. Number two for corn flower, the synonym is bachelor's button. Okay, I think that's good for that. Let's move on to... Cornflower blue, two words, noun from 1907. It is a moderate purplish blue. So I assume that the cornflower flowers have this moderate purplish blue color. Maybe we will post a picture of it. Just just to confirm our suspicions. Next word, bark, bark. I don't know why I'm doing a double bark. Bark, Uh, Okay, next word is corn husker. One word, the C is capitalized. It is a noun from circa 1948. A native or resident of Nebraska. And this is used as a nickname. Do all of the states' people's nicknames, are they all in this book? How many states have nicknames for people? Uh, I know Indiana is Hoosiers. Mm, there's a there's a bunch of other ones. Uh, you know, depends on maybe the part of the state they might call. They might have different nicknames. How many of them are going to be in here? Here's one. Maybe I already read another one. I have no memory of that. If you are in Nebraska, you are a corn husker because you like to husk the corn. I don't know. You probably don't ever touch corn. Chances are. Let's move on from that. Actually, not really. Bark, 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 bark. It is corn husking. One word, noun from 1692. A social gathering, especially of farm families, to husk corn. It's a whole party 
to take care of the corn. And it very likely is happening in Nebraska right now. Right as you're listening to this, there is a corn husking social gathering. Okay, last word. Bark. 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 It is the first form of the word cornice. C-O-R-N-I-C-E. Cornice. Or you can pronounce it cornish with an S-H. Cornish. First form, noun from 1563, 1A, the molded and projecting horizontal member that crowns an architectural composition. And it says to see the column illustration, which uh, we did that a while ago. That's when I had to break out my phone because the text was so tiny. I had to take a picture and then read the picture. Uh, the molded and projecting horizontal member that crowns an architectural composition. So it's the, the top the top of a column, I think. Uh, yeah, it's the cornice. 1B, a top course that crowns a wall. The top course that crowns a wall. Uh, is that where the where the wall and the, the ceiling meet? Um, it, the crowns, it's the top of the wall probably. So that molding, I'm actually looking at some right now. Uh, that molding, is that called the cornice? I, if I were like a real estate agent, I would know all of these things, but I never studied uh, places to live. Number two for cornice, a decorative band of metal or wood used to conceal curtain fixtures. And three, an overhanging mass of windblown snow or ice, usually on a ridge. Uh, yeah, so what what is the etymology for cornice say? It is Middle French from Italian. It doesn't give me the Italian word, but maybe it's the same. And that means frame or cornice. Cornice means cornice. Uh, from the Latin prefix cornic or cornix, which means crow, like the bird? Maybe it's where the birds sit, the crows sit. It is akin to the Greek corax, which means raven, and there's more of the word raven. So, uh, the, the, I mean, the thing, the best thing I can think of is that it's it, it's just the place where the birds sit because it's up at the top. So they just called it a cornice. Hmm, interesting. Okay, so all of the words, one more time. Corner, corner back, corner kick, corner man, corner stone, corner ways, corner wise, cornet, cornet, Corn fed, corn field, corn flakes, corn flour, corn flour, corn husker blue. No, I mixed them up. I combined them. Corn flour blue, corn husker, corn husking, and cornice. Oh, I think, um, let's see. Oh, I like that. But, uh, ooh, I think, mm hmm. We got some things going on in this episode. We've got flowers. We've got foods. We've got musical instruments. We've got sports. Uh, I think I will pick corner wise, all one word, as the word of the episode because, because it's just an old, old, old way to say diagonally, and I like it. I am going to cross this intersection corner wise. All of you cars have to stop and watch me cross corner-wise. 
All right, I think that is a fine place to read the holidays. Uh, what is today? February 15th is the day that this episode is airing. Uh, in both Arizona and Oregon, it is Statehood Day. In the Armenian Apostolic Church, it is Presentation of Jesus at the Temple. In parts of India, it is Parents' Worship Day. Does that mean that the parents have to worship other things, or do the people have to worship the parents? In Canada, it is National Flag Day of Canada Day. In India, it is Hazarat Ali's birthday in I don't know where, international, because oh, it's international, International Duties Memorial Day. D-U-T-I-E-S, the things that people have to do. But of course, I think it would be funny if we had a memorial service for all of the duties in the toilet. In Serbia, it is Statehood Day of the Republic of Serbia. Fun holidays. Annoy Squidward Day. And that is Squidward from Spongebob, which I have never really watched. So maybe I need to watch some Spongebob. Someday, I think I will actually watch the entire thing from the beginning. And then maybe I will learn why today is Annoy Squidward Day. National Gumdrop Day. National Hippo Day. National I Want Butterscotch Day. It's not National Butterscotch Day, although that could be sometime else in the year. I want butterscotch. I want butterscotch. Remember the Maine Day, uh, and that is M-A-I-N-E. Is it the state Maine? Is there a ship called the Maine? I don't know, but we, we must remember it. Singles Awareness Day. Be aware of the people who are single. Uh, what is this? Saint Skeletor's Day? Saint Skeletor? Skeletor is the guy from He-Man. Saint Skeletor? I don't understand that. Uh, Susan B. Anthony Day. This is a good one. Uh, she she had a big role in getting women the vote in America. And uh, she's on a coin, isn't she? She's on this, uh, the dollar, one of the dollars. I think we got Sacagawea, also the Susan B. Anthony. Um, what else? Lantern Festival. That's it. Those are all the holidays. I'm sorry. I know you wanted more, but I can't give you any more until tomorrow. All right. This is the end of this episode. Thank you very much for listening. Go share it. Uh, yeah, this has been Spencer Dispensing Information. Goodbye. Hello and welcome to How Did This Not Get Made? This is the podcast all about the movies you never saw, the scripts that were never filmed, and the ideas that never even made it to the page. My name is David Spencer. And my name is Daniel Kaka. Join us for season three where we uncover the multiple unmade Iron Man movies, the original bloody plot of The Mask, an unproduced episode of Doctor Who that turned into The Hitchhiker's Guide of the Galaxy. We revisit Red Dwarf, Discover how the Star Wars sequel trilogy should have ended, and this season we're even including a video game in our lineup. 